there, listeners, and welcome back to the Nerd Podcast. That's never-ending retro dialogue where we talk about nerd stuff. How you doing? I'm Jordan. I'm Doug. You know what? I'm doing okay, man. How are you? Good. I jumped the gun. I forgot to introduce myself and then ask how you're well, doing. Well, you know what? The, the keen observers may notice, but I think everyone <laughs> else will let it slide. Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, I am happy to report we are back in the nerd loft. We are back in the nerd loft in all its glory. Yeah, well, it's been it's gotten some new glory. It has. We've got a, a lovely Necron that my buddy John got me, and I had to rearrange some stuff because for Christmas I uh, got a few Lego sets. I've got Lego Optimus Prime staring down at us. Uh, Wyatt and I built that, um, and then the rest of the Legos got put in in the curio cabinet. Yeah. Uh, so rearrange some things, but you know what? Still plenty of room for more. Yeah. The you know the last couple podcasts we've been um, down at the nerd table. It's yes. an annex, I guess. It is. You know, the, we take the nerd with us. Yeah, so. the nerd is in the heart. That's it. It's not. <laughs> it's not where you. You can are. take the boy out of the nerd, but you can't take the nerd out of the boy. That's is that exactly what we're going right. with? Okay. <laughs> That's exactly right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, uh, today we have. What's well, probably going to be maybe a bouncy show. It, we are going to go <laughs> probably all over the place, and I'm sure this will end up being multiple episodes yeah. throughout our run. You know, our our 50 year run that yeah. we're, we're planning on having Historic here. Historic 50 year. Yeah, run. that's it. We're going to beat the Simpsons. <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah. So today we're going to talk about the wild world of sci-fi television. Sci-fi TV. Yes. So. Before we get started, right. everyone's going to scream at the top of the lungs, I'm sure, of a certain age that we don't talk about Star Trek that much. Um, rest assured, Star Trek's going to have its own episode. Yeah. Um, I grew up on Star Trek. My, my, my dad loved Star Trek, so Star Trek Next Generation was, was something we watched all the time and then everything after. So we acknowledge the existence of Star Trek and its greatness. I know you're fond of Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, you know we've already had a Doctor Who episode, so we've said all that we can about Doctor Who. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. And you should watch it. Yeah, so um, we may touch on those a little bit, but just know that big, big franchises are going to have their own... Yeah. Their own. This is more looking at the vast scope yeah. Of all things sci-fi that's been planted on our televisions. Yeah. And kind of how it's evolved over time, obviously, with special effects and and adapting material and such. So it that that's more what we're going to look at. Um, obviously, we've already had the Star Wars episode, right. too. And there's plenty of Star Wars on the TV. Uh, again, you know, we're going to kind of skim past that and maybe use it as... As barometers to measure things, but that's that's about it. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to talk about uh, other things. Yeah, we're gonna. I I want to get some deep tracks in this one. Oh, there we go. I okay. Want, you know, we'll see how it goes, but. So yeah, what is your? So mine is Star Trek. So we'll okay. get that out of the way. That that's the first thing I can remember watching that was space related. Yeah. You know, sci-fi. Um, obviously, Twilight Zone, which we've also done an episode on, yeah. has a lot of sci-fi leanings to it yeah um but what's the first thing you remember watching that 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 you knew was sci-fi oh my gosh the first thing i remember well on tv uh 
probably the first big thing that I got into was Stargate SG One. Okay. Yep. Um, that was with that was one that my dad and I got into, and this was now this is I want to take the listener back to a time before there was streaming. We had to get the DVDs from the library mm. because we were. I don't know that you could even. I don't know where you could even buy Stargate SG One at the time. I think you can get it now. On the, I mean, you can obviously get it now on the internet, but this was before. I want to say before. Well, I think Amazon was around, but it wasn't the Amazon that we know today. Yeah. So we had to get the the episodes from the library. So it took us a long time to watch it because there's ten seasons of Stargate SG One, and um, we had to wait for them to come in, and then we had to have the time. That's the first big excursion. Now, I was I was probably a teenager by that time, mm-hmm. but that's the first one that like when you say like hey start when you say sci-fi that's the first one that I think of because that was as associated with my dad as well. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome, that's a good show. Yeah, I I love Stargate SG One. Now that's I watched that before I watched the movie of SG. Oh of really? Yeah, okay. Because um, I don't know that I knew there was a movie right away, which is funny because it's got Kurt Russell. It's got in Kurt it. Russell in it. I yeah. love Kurt Russell. <laughs> But the but the TV show just takes it, it's it's much more. I mean, obviously, it's not fair to compare them because one was one movie and one was ten seasons. Correct. But the show just like builds such a mythos. Yes. Uh, and it has a couple spinoffs mm-hmm. and comics and uh, probably video games. I don't know and cartoons and stuff. So we I I'll have to ask Sharon. Maybe I should have asked her. I did not realize uh, you were going to say that about oh, yeah. having problems finding a DVD. Yeah. Because at one point, we had we had purchased several seasons for her dad, mm. and it was a Christmas gift because uh, he loved SG One. Yeah, um, and it was a great show. I mean, we would say, if it was on, he was usually watching the reruns of it. Yeah, so yeah, it was well, a great show. Yeah, that's a good show. And uh, Richard Dean Anderson really, you wouldn't expect him to shine the way he did because you know Alice MacGyver. Yeah, but like he really he really made that show, mm-hmm. and uh, and he. In that show, is a huge fan of The Simpsons, and I grew up to become a huge fan of The Simpsons, so I don't know if maybe that was part of the influence. Well, there you go. I don't know. MacGyver giving... So, I mean, since we're talking about SG-1, why don't you give everyone a, a rundown of... Wow. So, SG-1 is a the show... Cliff Notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> SG-1 is a show about um, something called a Stargate, which is a portal to different worlds across the galaxy, and we had discovered one on Earth, and... Each episode, it's basically, I mean, there's an overarching storyline for different seasons, but each episode was exploring a different planet, basically, which I thought was really cool, because mm-hmm. I love exploration. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool to see different planets, different aliens, and then there's a built, over the, over several seasons, each, every season had like, so there was, um, the Gua'uld are like the main villains, and they're the bad guys for most of the, the show, mm-hmm. and then there's a couple other arcs. After they defeat the gold, oh, spoiler alert! But uh, you know, it's an old show. But um, yeah, so it was really cool because you would go to different planets and you would have different situations. And each week you'd be like, "Oh, how are they going to get out of this one?" Um, and it was just very imaginative, and it led to Stargate Atlantis, which we really loved a lot, mm-hmm. which was a spinoff where they jumped to the lost city of Atlantis in a different galaxy. And then it had Stargate Universe, which we never we didn't finish watching because they it was it was like one or two seasons and yeah. it wasn't we didn't really like it that much. I didn't get into that one either. It had potential, but it just it wasn't going anywhere for me. But uh, yeah, so it's a really cool show, and it's very if you like different 
if you like world building and you like seeing different worlds, and that's one of the nice things about sci-fi is the world building, you mm-hmm. know, and the ability to create different atmospheres and different life forms, and um, and this show has a lot of that. I mean, there's a ton of different aliens and a ton of different planets they visit I, you know i'm talking about it. i really want to start watching it again now <laughs> yeah i so when i was going through um the internet list making sure i didn't leave something out or finding something i had never heard of right to put on here although um i really didn't there was a few things i found that i had never heard of yeah. uh, they were newer shows so that's probably why but that popped up, and I'm like, oh, my God. And so I started thinking about some of the episodes, and yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I've got to start watching again. But it is a little daunting because it's 10 seasons, yeah, and, this... and it's not like your new age right. 10 episodes a season. It's it's 24 episodes a season, <laughs> and that's partly why it took so long for us to watch it. But, like, man, I mean, you know, this, I was a teenager, so I had a lot more time back then. and um, So it was a miracle that we finished it. But, uh, yeah, I would... I'd, I'd like to see more Stargate. I'd yeah. like to see them, because they're always talking about doing new Stargate stuff. I'd love to see them do it. You know, it's been long enough that I think people can... Absolutely. I mean, you could... You don't even have to do a reboot, per se. I mean, right. the, like you said, the world they built is is so vast. Yeah. Um, it'd be almost interesting to see a Stargate from a different perspective. Yeah. So, like, from one of the alien worlds, um, going that way and seeing yeah. how they how they go about it. That'd be kind of interesting. There's there's two cast notes I'd like to make about Stargate SG-1. Uh-huh. One, the great, the late great Don S. Davis was in it. Mm-hmm. And this was years before I knew him for Twin Peaks. So I started watching Twin Peaks and I was like, oh, it's it's Don Davis. Um, and unfortunately he passed away in I think 2010 or so. It was sometime in the mid-2000s. Yeah, I believe you're right. And so he was great, um, and I and I loved him, and then um, Bo Bridges took over for him. Yes. But then the other thing that I think is really funny, so Michael Shanks is in the show. He's um, Daniel Jackson, mm-hmm. and he's probably my favorite character. But I, I, just this lives in my head rent-free. I don't know if you know this, but he actually played Hawkman once. Oh, I did not know he that. He was Hawkman in Smallville. Oh, okay. And I just think that's so funny because he's kind of, in SG-1, he's kind of a nerdy... Not kind of. He is a nerdy. He dude. is a nerd. Yeah. And uh, and then he goes on to play Hawkman, which is a pretty aggro character in Smallville. Yeah. So I always think that's funny. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I was not a Smallville watcher. So. so I'm actually, I don't know if Smallville is a sci-fi TV show. It's it's a superhero show. It's so superhero it's, it's TV. Semi, yeah. It's semi sci-fi. But I'm actually watching. Main characters it. an alien. Right. Well, oh, spoiler alert. Oh oh oh. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> but I'm actually watching it. I'm I started watching it again recently, so I remembered that the other day. You and Weldy will have to talk about yeah. Smallville. He was a. I don't know if he still enjoys it, but he was a Smallville fiend. Yeah, it's just nostalgia, and I like Superman. So awesome. So what's what's your so Star Trek aside, what is it for you that you remember? Oh, I mean, aside from Star Trek, boy, that's a good question. I I'm sitting here looking at my list, and V was a TV show. Yeah. Um, they also did, I think, at least one movie. Yeah. Um, I remember watching that uh, when I was younger. Um, anyone doesn't know, you've you've got these aliens that kind of come to earth and we're trying to you know make good with them right. and whatnot and uh and uh, chaos ensues yeah uh it, 
I actually own it downstairs, and I keep meaning to rewatch it to see if it holds up. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't know if it does or right. not. So if anyone's watched V recently, now didn't they do a newer they version did. of it? That's the only reason I know about V is because they oh, did okay. a remake, and I believe it had several people in it that are, I can't remember who they are, but I know if I were to see it, I'd be like, oh, that's that person from that that's thing. A, that's a person from that thing. Yeah. That thing. So I, I would probably say where I was very cognizant yeah. of of things would be Quantum Leap. Oh, okay. I'm going to change my answer. It's Quantum Leap, yeah. Quantum Leap was the first sci-fi show that got me into sci-fi. Um, I mean, what an absolute... that That is a show that... There were few shows that my dad, like, religiously watched. Yeah. Um, but when he did, you knew it was, it was good. Or at least he really liked it. And so we always watched it. Quantum Leap was one of those yeah. ones. Where he was... He actually would stop reading oh my. to watch the show. And when he would do that, you knew he was invested. Yeah. There were a few shows that he did that with. He he would stop watching for Quantum Leap. He would stop watching, or stop reading, excuse me, stop reading for Northern Exposure. Okay. Um, Magnum P.I., as long as it was a new episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was watching. And then Star Trek Next Generation, the Star Trek shows. Yeah. He would he would stop reading and actually watch the show. Yeah. And so Quantum Leap, though, uh, my gosh. So anyone who doesn't know, um, you you've got this 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 duo. You've got uh, Sam Beckett and um, oh, gosh, what was his character's name? I can't remember. Oh my gosh. Anyways, it's been so long since I've watched it. They are literally leaping through different points in of history, and he's got to try to correct something uh whether it's make someone safe keep them from doing something keep something from happening to them um and he would have al al was his name and al would would pop up and would help him you know figure out or try to deduct what it was and um you know it was it was just wild the different things he he'd hop into a woman's body yeah. he'd hop into a you know african-american's body i think wasn't he like a clan member in one episode oh my or, god i wouldn't put it past them because they did I, they did I, everything i i want to correct me if i'm wrong i just have a, a vague memory at one point that he he was some kind of he played some kind of racist character anywho and so he just he they hopped and as soon as as soon as they were it was determined that he changed that yeah. that part of history he leaped Leapt, leaped, yeah, I leapt, don't know. leapt into another, another time, person, and yeah. he was constantly leaping, trying to get home. Um, amazing show. Yeah. It was just, and like I said, that was the first one where I was like, I was old enough, and I was just like, oh wow, yeah, and could understand the context and and the stakes of some of the stories, and um, because you know when I was a kid, Star Trek was just fun, you know, yeah. the Trouble of Tribbles, you yeah, know, for sure. It, so I didn't quite. It didn't. I didn't grasp it fully. The, the nuances were the, there. There we go. The nuances. <laughs> Quantum Leap, man, it was. Yeah. There for sure. I'd say I'm, I'm probably in the same boat because so when so when I was a kid. Now this is a couple years before I got an SG one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say SG one is more heavily sci-fi, but Quantum Leap, like in terms of like it being like intergalactic. Correct. But Quantum Leap, so the Sci-Fi Channel used to play blocks of shows after, like, during the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know, from, like, early in the morning until, like, 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock or whatever. So I'd always catch them after school. 
or on the weekends and stuff. And so I was just like obsessed with Quantum Leap. I actually own the whole thing on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah I got it's... it for my birthday one year. But let me tell you something that I will never forgive him for. Mm-hmm. My brother, my younger brother John, Yeah, I was watching it and I was... I mean, I'd been watching it for a good portion of the day, but it was getting to the end of the show, like the end of the series. And uh, it was like a couple episodes before the final episode, and he just took the TV from me. Oh! So I, I to this day, I'm like... Like, if, if, if Sam Beckett was real, he would have to quantum leap back in time and fix that. Yeah. Because it damaged my psyche. Wow. Yeah. I think that's the second time yeah. you brought up a beef with John. It is. The first one being Race Bannon, the yeah. toy. Yeah. You know, wow. That's what happens when you have a younger brother. I but, guess so. I just had a younger sister. Yeah, so... Hmm. But he was getting tired of Quantum Leap. The which, nerve. Yeah. The nerve. The nerve versus the nerd. <laughs> there we go. And the nerve won. <laughs> the nerve won. <laughs> but now, I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's even aired yet, but they're remaking Quantum Leap. I believe it has started a okay. show. Um, I have not watched it yet either. Um... The, I was reading like the synopsis of it. Um, it seems like they're paying an homage yeah. to the original. Um, so if I get a chance to watch it, I'll definitely give it a go just to see. Because yeah. um, it, it's just a wild concept. Yeah. And you can have a lot of fun with it because obviously, I mean, you can leap anywhere. Right. And now so, there's like 30 years more history. Exactly. To go through. So, yeah, Quantum Leap. There we yeah, go. That's a good one. And uh, in the new one, isn't he looking for Sam Beckett? Ooh, I, I don't know. I, I know there was mention of Sam Beckett because they were saying, like, Scott Bakula wasn't going to be in it. And I was like, wink, wink, okay, we'll yeah. see. So I don't You know what? I don't know. I don't remember reading that. Thought, or maybe I didn't get that inference. I, I think it was on, a, on the trailer or something that I watched. Oh, okay. I don't know. But anyway, they were making it just like everything they were made of. So. Well, look, that's just you. You take something that was successful, you remake it, and the hope is right that the people who loved it when they were younger yeah. will watch it for sentimental reasons, and they get their young people sure. watching it, and then there you go. And if you do it well, okay, fine. I mean, look, they redid Twilight Zone. Yeah. And I watched a few episodes of it. I enjoyed it. Okay. Haven't. That's not something I go to, although <laughs> these days I haven't been going a lot to any kind of streaming service or anything to watch anything. I've been busy doing other stuff. Yeah. But, um, and we'll get to that in one of these shows that yeah. I talk about, but um, that has caught my interest. But, okay. um, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's the formula. You know, you remake something that's good and uh, you own, and I wonder too, do you do it because you can keep the rights to it and oh, all yeah. of this? I'm sure there's all kinds of legal reasons yeah. that you do it, so. But I'm no lawyer, so. Well, you could leap into a body of a lawyer. I could. You know what? You know what episode I really remember from that show is the one where he was Buddy Holly. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because he's singing to a pig at some point, and I just remember <laughs> that really a lot. And then the one where he jumps into Vietnam to, and yeah. sees his brother. That's yeah. the other one I really remember. It's, oh my gosh, such a great show. Yeah. Good golly. Very good. Man, we're hitting it out of the park right at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, we're, hitting, we're getting all the heavy hitters. <sighs> what else you got? So I would be remiss if I did not bring this up because this is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Mm-hmm. I consider this a sci-fi show. Yeah. And I know it's on your list. Yeah. And you're going to cross it off right yeah. now. Yeah. But uh, that's the X-Files. Yep. Oh, it's sci-fi. Okay. X-Files, man. 
So I was fated to watch the X-Files. I think I told you this story the other day. It was on TV maybe six years ago. Mm-hmm. Not the reboot, but it was. they were having a marathon okay. on some channel on cable. And I said, and I'm like, you know, there's like over 200 episodes of, of X-Files. And I said, if this is the first episode of X-Files, I'm going to sit down and watch it because I've always meant to watch it. It just seems like something that's going to check all the boxes. And it was the first episode. And I was like, okay, wow. And this was like, and it was on Netflix, so I could have watched it anyway. But I was like, this is my sign to get started. Mm-hmm. So X-Files, an amazing show. If you've not, if you've been living under a rock for the last 30 years, it's it's about these two FBI agents who track down all sorts of just weird cases. Yeah. Usually they have to deal with urban legends, monsters, aliens, um, lots of sci-fi elements in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, created by Chris Carter. I just, I love, first of all, I love the dynamic between Mulder and Scully. Mm-hmm. They are just amazing together. I don't know how those two feel about each other in real life. I've heard some rocky things. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, I watched that first episode of The X-Files and I was just like, Oh my God, where have I been? Why have I not watched this before? Mm-hmm. It it had the same effect on me. Because I would say, I mean, I think Doctor Who is probably my favorite sci-fi TV show of all time. But like, as a whole, X-Files is like, I mean, it's up there with Twin Peaks for me. Yeah. Which, if you listen to the show before, you know I'm a, I'm a freak about that. So, See, so I actually um, was watching X-Files live yeah. as it was coming out. And I'd say I watched it religiously for the first two seasons okay that sounds about right maybe two and a half but then um i remember it's they moved it like at least once if not twice within a span of a year or two and they kept changing the days and and i was working at the local grocery store by then so all of a sudden i missed Several episodes. Oh, yeah. And, and then college happened, and, and so I kind of lost it. Yeah. Um, I've gone back on the... I was on Netflix, and I would watch episodes here and there. I wasn't watching them in any kind of order. Mm. Um, but it kind of reminded me just how much I absolutely loved yeah. those first couple of seasons. It's just such a great show. You know, you've got the sci-fi, you've got... You, you almost have like that supernatural yeah. feel to it too and there's just this this dark grittiness to it that isn't you know it's just a darker feel yeah a bleaker feel to it that just i don't know it definitely scratched an itch yeah well for me it was like you had the the sci-fi elements but you also had the mystery elements and mm-hmm. like that's two things that i love yep um and you're just like okay we're gonna solve a case about aliens like what okay yeah. all right i'm listening i'm listening to chris carter uh and you know overall there was the mythos of the alien stuff yeah. but my favorite episodes were just the monsters of the week mm-hmm. episodes because i just yes. thought they were so creative um i i can tell you my favorite episode of the x-files right off the top of my head is called the postmodern prometheus it's the only black and white episode okay do you remember this one i do not so it's the one that has the great mutato mutato in it. okay yeah and he's like he's got two mouths and it's got share in the end singing and they're oh. dancing it's like my favorite episode because it's funny it's it sticks out because it's black and white and it's just it's just such a weird that does ring a bell yeah it stands out because it's it's black and white yeah and, but that's my favorite episode but they have a lot of great episodes see i gotta start watching it again yeah i'm gonna start watching it again too because i'm talking about it so i'm mm. like oh but yeah i mean i i'm glad i 
<clears throat> I mean, I think I would have liked it if I was younger, but I am a little bit glad that I waited till I was the age I was because, like, it imprinted on me so from episode one mm-hmm. and it was like i was like forming as a person back then you know and i was like oh i like all these things uh-huh and you know and it's crazy to me to think that like that show started in the 90s because like that's just so i mean that show could be now i mean i know there were modern seasons and i haven't watched the last i don't know last season or something i can't mm-hmm. remember when i stopped watching it but i mean the new season but uh, I'm I'm gonna eventually finish it all. But I just I have heard such mixed things about yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can watch that whenever. But yeah, X Files is just it came at the right time. Yeah, and it just it it just reminds me of going to the grocery store and standing in line and seeing the Bat Boy lives again yeah. and the Frog Man escapes right? and the you know just reminds me of that time. So, <laughs> so I'll jump to. A show that's very similar to X Files, then okay. that I don't think you've watched, okay. and that's Fringe. No, but everybody tells me I need to watch Fringe. So, um, Fringe came along, I think, in the early two thousands or ooh, early twenty tens. Yeah, I want to say it was like the early um, 2010s. it was. It was on Fox, and um, I'm pretty sure um, it's J.J. Abrams. Yeah, and um, we we gave it a look because we saw the 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 commercials for it. It's like, oh, that seems like that could be kind of fun and interesting, and I mean that show's a blast. Yeah. Uh, now again, that was another one of those ones where after I think season three they switched days, and then I didn't keep up with it, but Sharon did. Like Sharon, I'm pretty sure watched it clear through. Okay. Um, I love the first three seasons. I, I will say um, the overarching story that, yeah. you know, kind of got planted in season one and, and they really drug it out um, starts to take over. And I think either late season three or maybe it starts in season four. And it gets very convoluted for uh, me, yeah. especially because I wasn't keeping up on it. Right. So I would walk in and, and Sharon be watching and I'm like, what in the world <laughs> is going on? But they deal, so Fringe, they deal in those, just what the title says, the Fringe things, Fringe yeah. Sciences. So it's it's anything that wouldn't be deemed you know, right. for normal human consumption. <laughs> they have this division of, of the FBI that takes care of, of these things and... And you're kind of seeing this through the eyes of this this new um, officer. I forget her name in the in the show, but um, yeah, uh, Joshua Jackson's in it. Yeah, um, Lance Reddick from uh, the John Wick movies. Uh, he's the he's the director of the division. It, it just the first two seasons for sure. I would highly recommend. Um, just kind of, I'll probably eventually finish. We own them all on DVD. I'll probably eventually finish them just just to get that overarching feel and see if it makes sense if I mm-hmm. watch all of it. But it definitely has an X Files vibe, yeah. although it's a little bit more modern and and you, I mean you do have some kind of Monster of the Week feel for yeah. some of them, but it's 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 more science and and um, kind of extraworldly. Hmm. feel but yeah it's a great show or at least half of it was <laughs> i won't speak for the other right half. right yeah if you've watched all of fringe let us know yeah. and tell us what you think that seems to be the a thing with sci-fi tv is part of it's really great and then 
<laughs> yeah, well, I Maybe mean, that's all TV in general. I don't know, but it's we've heard that about Westworld, right? We were yeah, just talking yeah. about that. <clears throat> There's, I think, four seasons of that. Yeah, three or four. I don't know. Um, I've watched the first season. Yeah, and really liked the first season. Um, thought it was great. I start so I started watching Westworld. Um, in my old job, and I traveled a lot, so I was always on uh, in a hotel about three three nights a month, and so I would I would um, catch it invariably, and so I eventually got got all of it, and so Sharon got got it for me on Blu-ray mm-hmm. or DVD one year for Christmas, and she started watching it. She has yet to finish season one, and we've got season two until. <laughs> Yeah. Haven't even started yet. Oh, I've heard it starts kind of sliding in season three. Yeah. Um, but I obviously can't speak to that. Right. But the first season of Westworld was absolutely amazing. And if you don't know what Westworld is, it's it's based off of a seventies um movie, which I think was based on a Michael, Michael Crichton, Crichton yeah. uh story at the very least. And um you've got this amusement park where you've got and it's it's set in the war in the old west, and you can go and visit, and you can you know, your vacation. You get to be a prospector or a gunfighter or <laughs> yeah. you know a townsperson, whatever. And um, and uh, you know things things go a little haywire, um, especially in the movie. But the the TV show, it um, obviously they can get a little bit more in depth right. with the issues and how they program uh, the robots and such. So it's it was a great watch for the first season. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That sounds like my ideal oh, vacation. Uh, yeah. A sci-fi western? Come on. Well, I mean, like, actually, if I was in the world, oh, I would gotcha. go to that. Without having all the, the sewage problems? Yeah. 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 Diphtheria? <laughs> no consumption. No or... consumption, yeah. What's uh, what's the uh, Oregon Trail? Dysentery. Dysentery. There yeah. we go. <laughs> Robots can't get dysentery. They cannot get dysentery. I don't think. That would be awfully lifelike if they could. <laughs> a little too lifelike. Yeah. So I do want to mention um, a couple of old school sci-fi just because I remember seeing them as a kid. Um, you've got uh, Lost in Space. Yeah. Um, I've never seen Lost in I saw the movie. You saw the movie. And on... there's a new show, right? There is a new show, yes. On, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Um, not watched the new show either. And, you know, I only mention it because it's just, it's one of those childhood memories where, you know, it was on like, I don't know, WGN or one yeah. of the channels on the TV and there wasn't a whole lot to watch. So sit there watching, you got a robot, you know. Yeah. That was cool. Having a pet robot. So, um, and then there's Buck Rogers. Yeah. Which the main reason I want to talk about Buck Rogers is I, you got to love the Looney Tunes spinoff, right? Duck oh, Dodgers. Duck Dodgers, yeah. <laughs> Duck Dodgers had his own TV show. Duck Dodgers did have his own TV show. I guess we talk about that a little bit. We could. <laughs> so great. The, the episode where he became a Green Lantern. Yeah, the Green Lantern. The Green, yeah. Which I worked really hard to get in Lego Batman 3. Yeah. You have to complete like all the Green Lantern missions, all the Color Lantern missions. Mm-hmm. And then you can become. And you the... can you can unlock the Green Lantern. Oh, that is awesome! And I was like going to all the planets, doing all the quests. I'll have to ask Wyatt if he unlocked yeah, that. Yeah, it oh. took a long time. Golly, fun! Yeah, Duck Dodgers. 
what is it, twenty first and a half century? Yeah, twenty first and a half century. <laughs> I'm gonna, I would be I would be remiss if I didn't talk about um, if we're talking about fun sci fi shows. Yeah, I don't think you've watched this one, but it's called Red Dwarf. No, but I saw it on the list. The, yeah, okay. the list I was looking at. Yeah, Red Dwarf is a British comedy sci fi, mm-hmm. and it takes place in the very far future. Basically, what happens is there's a guy on a spaceship, and he gets frozen. Okay. Because he's like, uh, he did something wrong. I forget what he did, but he it's his punishment is to get, chron- chron- you know, frozen in time for, whatever. But then what happens is there's a leak and a radiation leak, and everybody on the ship dies, and he wakes up like twenty five thousand years later or something. Oh, good lord! And it's a long, long time. I don't remember how much, but it's a long time, and he wakes up and he's the last human and he's trying to get back to earth and there is a several people with him one is a robot one is a hologram and one is the evolved life form of the cat that he snuck on board so okay yeah <laughs> it's it's all about him trying to get back to earth i haven't finished the show yet i'm oh. on season seven i think there's 12 seasons in a movie so far and I, they revived it recently with the original cast Hmm. Uh, well, not recently, but several years ago with the original cast. I lost my thought on that one. But um, it's... Oh, and it's not like... It's like British season, so they're like seven, six, seven episodes oh, okay. a season. So it's very manageable. But it is so funny. The first season's kind of rough, but then once you get in the second season, it really picks up. And then the third season... And then funny enough, like it's like the sixth season where, to me, it's like the best so far. That's funny. They have an episode that you would really love called... Horseman of the Apocalypse, or is it Gunman of the Apocalypse, or Horseman of the, I think it's Gunman of the Apocalypse, where they have to go into an old, like Westworld, they have to go into an old West programming, computer program to save one of their friends, and they have to fight off Death, who is like a, a cowboy, and huh. it's a really good show, and like, if you want to talk about fun sci-fi shows, definitely watch Red Dwarf, it's on Amazon, I don't know if uh, it's on Amazon Prime, or if I'm getting it through BritBox, because like there's no distinction most of the time. Like, yeah. They just that's how I watch Doctor Who is Britbox. So I love hmm. Britbox. Interesting. Yeah. So if you're into the if you're into comedy sci-fi, wow, I have no recollection of that. I wonder if that's something like I wonder if that was ever like available on PBS back in the day. I don't know because it was not. I've not seen that it was very um, a, a accessible statewide. Yeah. Is what I stateside is what I've gathered. Uh, I, I only know about it through Amazon, so you hmm. know, we're talking recently. I've only started watching it a couple of years ago. so Interesting. But yeah, I think you'd like it. Like I said, the first season's a little rough, but then once you get past that, it's like... And like I said, there are only six episodes that first season, so it's pretty easy. Because like, once they add a couple more characters, it's it, the personalities really start to mesh and, hmm. and not mesh, which is really funny. And Yeah. Yeah, it's a great show, and it's... It's for the you know for the premise of being stuck on a spaceship. They come up with a lot of ways to to they come up with a lot of scenarios that that you wouldn't necessarily think of. So, well, here's here's my challenge. Okay. Has anyone who who listens to this podcast ever heard of Red Dwarf? I had heard of it only because oh, yeah. of you. Until until you started talking about it, I never knew yeah. that this thing existed, and it sounds. Fun as all get out. Yeah. So I'm curious if anyone else has ever watched any of it. I know there are some people on my Facebook friends who have 
who have because I've posted about it and they've commented on it. Gotcha. Um, one of those guys is British, though, so. Well, that's. <laughs> so he's got the leg up on it. I was going to say, that's kind of cheating, isn't it? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. The nerve. <laughs> All right. What else you got? Well, I think uh, if we're going to talk about funny sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, we have to talk about Futurama. Futurama, yes. Futurama. Now, I wondered if you were... I did not put that on my list. Yeah. Because I made my list, and then then I started looking to see if I missed yeah. anything, and I saw that, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess sci-fi. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, we don't, I don't think we think of it as sci-fi necessarily all the time because it's a cartoon. Yeah. So we kind of think, oh, whatever, it's just a cartoon. But Futurama, now I'm like, obviously I'm a big fan of The Simpsons, so Matt Groening co-created it co-created uh futurama mm-hmm. um and futurama has come back from the dead like two or three times yeah so it's very interesting but like you know it's it's the premise is that fry the main character gets crying cry, what is the word i'm trying to say uh frozen but there's a big cryogenically, cryogenically frozen cryogenically. and wakes up in the year 3000 yeah and uh and everything is, is changed yeah. from earth and so it's a very funny show um Particularly characters like Bender and Zoidberg are are really good to watch. I don't know if you've watched a lot of Futurama. I've I my Futurama watching is minimal. Yeah. I I know the characters most of the characters when you name them. Yeah. But uh, mainly, well, one the robot's fairly famous, right? Yeah. Bender. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's and then the main character. I don't know uh, the main female character. Lila. Yeah. That Katie Seagal yeah. voices. Um, and if you ask me to tell me you the doctor's name, I couldn't. But yeah, the, or the scientist, the, old the, the scientist. real old dude. Yeah, that's yeah. Fry's grandson, I think. Oh no! I yeah. see. I didn't even yeah. realize that. So, or great grandson. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Great must be great. It's a thousand years, so it might be great might, great great grandson. Might be great great great. Yeah. yeah. Great 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 great. It's a long time, but he's Fry's relative. Wow. Yeah, I love him because he's got that. He's got that meme. Good news, everybody. Yes, yes. I love to use that meme. Every episode I've ever watched, I've enjoyed. Yeah. It's just never been anything that I've, like, sat down and said, okay, here yeah. we go from the beginning. That's, let's let's do this. That's exactly how it is. It's not like, to me, it's not The Simpsons where I sit down and actively yeah. consume it. You know, it's just like, oh, it's on TV, whatever. Yeah, I'll give the... But it's, yeah, it's sure. a fun show, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of funny sci-fi jokes, and one of the things that I love about sci-fi is that you can make fun of the past and the present by using the future, and Futurama does that a lot. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but I just remember watching it and being like, oh, haha, they're pointing, they're making fun of that. Yeah. So that's always fun. And, it, I, and I don't know that people would necessarily think of that one off the top of their head, so... I don't think I think you're right I, because you know it's a cartoon so yeah. they, they I bet they would think of more things like you know lost in space and yeah X Files and stuff yeah. because it's right there it's right. you know it's not a it's not a kiddie show right right oh goodness well let's talk about Firefly yeah I'm, I'm sure, sure let's let's transition from one F show to another let's F show. yeah let's let's f it up right now <laughs> um, so I did not watch Firefly. Um, when it when it right. was in the middle of its long tenured uh, right. run on TV, <laughs> I think it's still on TV. Huh? I, I don't know that it ever left. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> never didn't even know it existed mm-hmm. when it got canceled and and people started losing their minds. Yeah. Um. Serenity, the movie that it spawned, had no clue. It wasn't until much later. Um, 
like several years after it was canceled that I became aware of it Um, and then still never paid it no mind. But my dad absolutely loved it. And the Sci-Fi Channel one day, and this is when he was sick, started a Firefly marathon, which I thought was funny because, I mean, it's what, like 13 episodes or something like that? Yeah, it's not very many. So, I mean, literally, I mean, I guess for a TV channel, it's half the day. Right. So, but we happened to catch it. It happened. Um, like halfway through the first episode or something. And so I ended up sitting there and watching like six or seven episodes yeah. with them. And and really got into it. So then by the, by the time I was leaving, I'm like, well, dang, that, that kind of sucks that they took yeah. that off. <laughs> um, I don't know that I'm as passionate about it as, as other people, oh, but it, yeah. it was a fun show. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about Firefly, among other things, was, I mean, it just had such a unique tone. I mean, the cast was just, everybody hit it out of the park. Yes. Everybody worked well together or didn't work well together on purpose, you know, in terms of writing. But, you know, it's kind of space western, too. Yes. In a way. And I think Very that's, much so. I think that's why part, it partly resonated with so many people. But, uh, and it just had such likable characters and such great storylines and i i to this day don't really know exactly what happened with it like why it got canceled after one season because i mean it's still got people are still i think 20 years later still thinking like oh maybe they'll bring it back you yeah know? right snyderverse fans oh yeah oh no i um so funny side story ron glass who played yeah. uh was was his character named preacher shep shep, shep book Right? But he was a preacher he was in the show. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So he was at the very first Wizard World Comic Con. Oh wow! That Sharon, uh, that um, Wyatt and I went to, and we were there uh, with our friends Steve and Aaron. And so, probably two months before that, we're watching <laughs> we're watching reruns of Barney Miller, okay. who Ron Glass was on. Barney Miller. Not a sci-fi right. show, um, but it it happened to be the the episode where they had the the hash and the brownies, and they were all accidentally eating it, and <laughs> so they started getting a little loopy inside yeah. the precinct, and the kids couldn't stop. So um, Jack Sue, Sue or Shoe? Oh gosh, I apologize if I've messed up his name. He he uh, was one of the detectives. Or played one of the detectives, and he just started going mushy, 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 <laughs> and and so did Ron Glass. Then after that, so we're he's sitting at his table at at Comic Con, and we wanted to just go up and say that, and they like stopped us. They're like, "Oh, if you haven't paid to go, you can't go see him." Yeah. So <laughs> Wyatt was sitting there. Wyatt and Aaron was helping him. We're just sitting there, just trying to scream mushy, mushy <laughs> as loud as we can. Oh my god! <laughs> Poor Ron Glass. <laughs> oh jeez. Rest his soul. Yeah. <laughs> not a sci-fi story, but that no. just it just made me think of it. That, yeah. Yeah. If you have not watched that episode of Barney Miller, seek it I, out. Seek it out. I forget what the episode number is and what they actually call it, but I'm sure if you Googled or got on YouTube and hit Barney Miller Pot and Brownies, <laughs> it will take you exactly yeah. where you need to go, and is an absolute hilarious episode yeah anywho so it's funny about firefly because i was not aware of it for a long time Mm -hmm. either and uh, my older brother 
Justin, yeah. really, really likes it. He really got into it. And he kind of introduced us to it. And then my dad really got into it. And then because of around that time, I watched it. And I was like, this is really good. I, You know, I didn't like Serenity as much. No. I thought it was boring. I just thought, I don't know. This is It just didn't have the same energy. It was darker. It was Correct. like, I don't know. But, you know, the actual show, that one season is just like, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost... It, it's, I would say it's cult to the max almost. Oh because, my gosh, yes, absolutely. You know, because people just... A preview of a future episode, Cult <laughs> TV. Yeah, that should be our TV station named Cult TV. There we, we go. Show cult shows and stuff. But uh, yeah, I loved Firefly and um, I think, you know, I haven't watched it since I was in high school, I don't think. So maybe mm-hmm. I'm due for, or maybe college, I don't remember, but maybe it was college. But it's kind of due for a rerun or re you know, rewatch because you know, like you said, it's very manageable to watch one oh, season. So. Absolutely, you could break that up over a weekend for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. and I mean, who you can't not like Nathan Fillion. No, right? he's great in everything. He is just amazing. There was he's a treasure, a national treasure. Yeah. There was friend of the show, by the way. There was rumors for a while that he was going to be Booster Gold. Yes, I, I would have. Yes. I would he, have killed this. Would see he that. or would he not make a great booster? He would have made gold. a perfect he, he booster. Would have gold. Been a per- exactly. Yes. Booster Gold is a, a DC comics character, if you're not familiar with that. He's from he's, the twenty fifth century. He's a time traveler. Time traveler. Yeah. So you know what? Sci-fi. He he counts as sci fi. Sci fi. Yep. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh good lord. Um so I wanted I want to make sure I touch on on this show um really quick. Yeah. Um, the Expanse. Okay, yeah. Because um, I know we're getting close to the end. But, so, about two, maybe three years ago, my buddy Josh was asking if I had seen it. And, and he's read the books, and he's like, you got to watch this. It's it's a great TV show, blah, 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 blah. Gave it high praise. And I kind of looked at him like, eh, I'm not really in a spot to, to start yeah. a new show. And then, buddy John... Uh, was saying the same thing. He he was given he he calls it his favorite TV show, not just favorite sci-fi wow. show. It's his favorite TV show. So I finally decided to give it a go three days ago or so. Yeah. Um. So it's on Amazon Prime. Apparently, it started as a sci-fi original, only the first season, and then they moved over to Amazon. Um, it's set in the near future. So, I've only watched the first six episodes, but let me tell you, I'm hooked. Um, he he told me to wait and at least give it three episodes. I was I was good after episode one. Um, I was my main concern, and I know I was telling you this that this the other day was that it would be too soap opery. Yeah. Because you know I I was really I was hoping I wouldn't get a vibe like from the 100. So 100 is a show. That Maddie really liked, and I watched several episodes with, um, and actually ranks pretty highly on top 100 sci-fi shows of all time. But to me, it had that kind of, you know, it was sci-fi, but there was also, you know, this other, I don't know, vibe it was given off. And I was really hoping it wasn't that. It doesn't give that off. It, it the first season, I think the music's a little goofy at times, and probably because they didn't weren't putting money into production, but. You've got three factions. You've got the Earthers. Uh, you've got the Martians, who was an Earth colony, but they've broken free and they've they've claimed their freedom. And then you've got people that live on the belt. 
Um, and, and they've all developed there. So they've all got, you know, their little areas and there's, there's a trouble of brewing between the three <laughs> factions. And let me tell you, I, I do not six episodes in, I still don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting for right. in this show, which I don't think necessarily is a bad thing. Um, cause it's keeping the story going just when you think. You've got to figure it out. Oh, it's going to go in this direction. Then it's kind of like this happened, and then this happened, and so it, it's it's really kept me guessing. I was able to correctly identify one little twist, um, which I won't get into. It revealed itself in this uh, last episode I watched. Um, the only name person that's in it is Thomas Jane, right? Um, that that I recognize anyways. Some of these people might be from newer projects. Um but let me tell you for for a for a true sci-fi fan, I think this this really would hit the spot for you. And I'm sure I got to believe that this is pr- probably pretty widely known uh amongst people, especially sci-fi people. Right. But yeah, it's I've thoroughly enjoyed it so far. Um, there's six seasons. It's only got 62 episodes, so it's like 10, 10 episodes a season. I think one has 12, but then the last one only has six mm. or something like that. Um, but yeah, thoroughly enjoy it. Can't really say much more about it because I'm still taking it all in. But um, if you love sci-fi um, and, and real sci-fi, right. I, I would definitely recommend giving that a go. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. It's been recommended to me by several people, you included. But uh, but I really only heard about it like three or four days ago So right. when we went to lunch, and I, I had never heard of it before. And so uh, it's on my list to watch, but it seems like a pretty serious, uh, pretty seriously sci-fi heavy show. Yes. Which is good because sometimes you get light sci-fi and you're kind of like, oh, I really want like more sci-fi in my sci-fi. What, what's really interesting, and John was talking about this, is... you. You know, it's not just people living in space, right? Yeah. You you actually see how growing up in this environment affected their physiology more than people in this environment, mm-hmm. more than people in this environment, and how the physics and and they really go into deep vibe dive in the physics of of the spacecraft and gravity, and it's really neat. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just yeah, it's not just a TV show set in space. It's it's really I could see this. I mean, obviously, you can tell this came from a science fiction source. Yeah. Um, with the details that you get in some of the things, so it's it's a it's been a very enjoyable watch so far. Well, it's good. I think we've. Uh, it's interesting because I feel like everybody's going to have so many shows to watch now that we've, and we haven't even really scraped the surface. We have. I mean, it, you can't see my notepad, but yeah. we, we literally have only touched on like half yeah. of the list that's on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any others that you want to talk about? I mean, we still got time. Yeah, I think this is our show. (laughs) I think the last one I'd like to talk about for me is, uh, one that I've been needing to finish for years and and really get back into is Eureka. Yes. Yes. Um, Okay. That's more of a lighter, a lighter sci-fi show, but that, you know, that, that was a show that was on sci-fi itself. So it counts, um, the sci-fi channel, I mean. And uh, sci-fi is about a town of uh, geniuses, basically, mm-hmm. and all these weird inventions and all these weird sci-fi things that happen in the town of Eureka. Um, I used to watch it all the time when it was on sci-fi. 
Or maybe USA? Ooh. I know it started on Sci-Fi, but I think they aired it on USA I think well. they aired it on USA as well, because, but my dad loved this show. Yeah. It's such a good show, and it's funny because I think the main character is the Maytag Man now on yes, TV. Yes, I so, believe you are correct. So that's an interesting... Hey, you gotta make money. Yeah, it's just weird. But there's only like five seasons, so I don't know, and I think it's probably on Amazon. Um, I have seen it somewhere because I, I have... That's been one of those ones where it's like, I want to try to start watching that. Only because Dad loved it so much, yeah. and he couldn't stop talking about it. Um, so I've I've wanted to give it a go, um, but yeah, yeah, I don't it, know. It was a very fun show, and it had a lot a really good cast. I'm looking up where it's on TV right now. Freebie, now, I don't know really what that is, but oh, that's, that's the Freebie's the new IMDb oh, TV. Okay, so you can watch that through Amazon. Uh, Amazon Prime subscription. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah, if you've got Amazon Prime, then you can watch stuff through Freebie. Yeah. There's commercials, Yeah. but it'll be fine. You, you <laughs> can Harken back to a simpler you, time. You know what? Yeah, if I could grow up living through commercials, so can yeah. you. Well, let me ask you this, because there is one older show that I didn't touch on. Um, I want to see if you ever watched, and that's The Outer Limits. So, I don't know that I've ever watched The Outer Limits. I think I've probably seen clips of it. I know I've seen, like when they redid it Mm -hmm. i've seen parts of that but uh, that's another one that's been on my list to watch is the outer limits yeah that's that's one of those ones i remember dad watching in reruns or something but i was too young i didn't really pay attention i was probably playing with my my he-man and my gi joes what's changed What's that? What's changed? You're What's, still playing with your. Well, you're, you're right. You're your right. G.I. Joe. I guess my adult mind can focus a little bit better. <laughs> Not much. Not much. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm there too. I, I can't. I can't do it either. So. <laughs> Not much. I would like to know because I'm very aware of the show The Outer Limits. Yeah. So I'm curious. Um, I do know, based on comments we've gotten uh, on previous episodes. Uh, one of my cousins listens, and you know who you are. Uh, surely, you've watched The Outer Limits, and so I would love to hear some some uh, input on the show because I I honestly don't know anything about it, but it seems like it's it's there in the in the lexicon of of our culture, right? Of of those types of shows. So it seems like it. It's something we should have watched. Yeah, definitely. Well, Associated there's only two seasons. Oh, well, maybe that's why. 49 episodes, so that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to Google where you can watch it. Where can you watch The Outer Limits? Tell the us. The answer is... Tell us. Oh, Pluto TV. You can oh, get it for free. There we go. Do you have Pluto? I do have Pluto. Yeah, I have Pluto too. It's nice. Yeah, it, Pluto is nice, yeah. It's It's... It's great to pop on, and then you never know what you'll find. Right, you don't really know. This is know. not a paid endorsement, by the way. <laughs> but if anyone wants to pay us to but endorse things... But it could things, be, yeah, it could <laughs> be. Contact our agents. Yeah. Um, they're us. I like, um, I like the... Uh, in the beginning of Outer Limits, that's the one that says we control the horizontal. Yeah. We control the vertical. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's referenced in UHF by Weird Al, so... Mm-hmm. It, it's... So I would love to hear, yeah... Anyone who's watched The Outer Limits, yeah. I'm sure someone like Mr. Nino's probably yeah. watched oh, The Outer sure. Limits too. So I would, well, I would love. Up. Yeah, are there any memorable episodes of that one, um, of that show particular? Um, 
But yeah, you know, I, I'm going to mention this show. Okay. Only because I've never watched it, so I can't say much about it. Um, and that's Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Um, I've probably watched more episodes of the original yeah. from the, what is that, the 70s? Yeah, like 79. With Warren Green and, and um, um, Face from the A-Team. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and that's just, I mean, they were fun. They're, they're goofy 70s, 80s sci-fi. Yeah. I've, I don't think I've ever watched a new episode. Um, I hear amazing things. Right. It was listed as the best sci-fi yeah. TV show of all time. Of all time. Um, which, given you know all the different sci-fi shows, yeah. that's that's saying something. So, um, if anyone's a fan of Battlestar Galactica, I'm sure there's got to be one or two out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let us know about that because I, I mean. I know about the robots. What are they? Cylons? Cylons. Yeah. I and believe. Do you have Peacock? I do not have Peacock. It's on Peacock, I think. You know what? Maddie might have Peacock. I think I have see. Peacock, like the free trial version. Gotcha. With the, with the commercials. We may end up getting Peacock soon because there it has been announced that they're going to do a community movie. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be on Peacock. Oh, it's going to be on Peacock? It's going to be on Peacock, I'm pretty sure. Wow. So uh, we might have to get Peacock just so we can see so, it. Yeah, that would be worth it. Um. You know, community, six seasons six in the movie. Seasons in the movie, the prophecy is the prophecy is coming true. Um, talk about a great TV show. <laughs> so yeah, not sci-fi, but not, not sci-fi. But you know what? It's our show. So. It's our show. Yeah, but yeah. So Battlestar Galactica. I I only here's all here's all I can tell you about Battlestar Galactica. I love it when I hear people argue about that and Babylon Five because oh, I've never watched Babylon I've Five never either. Watched that one either. So, but I've I've witness people arguing about which one's better than the other and um yeah no clue so i stopped unfortunately like seeking out sci-fi shows and i don't know why i mean i don't watch a lot of tv to begin with and if it is they're usually comedy these days or longmire caught my interest but um but yeah so there's when i was going through the list there's so many sci-fi shows it's like oh my god what have I been missing a lot of good stuff? Yeah. And then there's some that I recognized, but it's just like, hey, you've only got so much time in the day. I know, that's the thing. You would need a sci-fi device like a time machine or a clone or yeah. something just to to catch all the TV that we want to catch. Yeah. Maybe if they could feed it through uh, osmosis. Yeah. So that we could we could get it and our lives would be richer for it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to work on that. <laughs> the only my takeaway is, though, I am going to try to search out Red Dwarf. Yeah, definitely. It's go. on Amazon, like I said. Yeah, I'll see if it's if it's BritBox or not. I can't remember what it is, but I think it's Amazon. Well, look, uh, this is the, the point where we ask you, tell us your favorite sci-fi shows, yeah. right? Uh, tell us what we got wrong, what we didn't. what, uh, And surely we missed stuff. There's going to be another sci-fi episode. There's going to have to be, because there's just there's too much we we didn't get right. into um and plus i want to talk about the expanse more <laughs> um but yeah so it's we're we're bound to have another episode yeah um but yeah let us know what your favorites are something we should watch especially if you're fans of you know the outer limits or or red dwarf um battlestar galactica let us know what we're missing and and if it's worth it but um otherwise yeah you got anything else just keep watching the sci-fi movie or the sci-fi tv live long and prosper all right and As always, stay nerdy.